place. Hallelujah. Come on, let's really praise the Lord today. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, God is so good to us. God is so good to us. Amen. God is so good to us. At this time, we're going to receive this morning's tithe and offering. Amen. Brother uh, Brother Miles and Brother DeMarier, if you'll come up here. We'll march and give this morning. Please remember your commitments to the church van. Amen. Any other commitments that you've made. And uh, we'll march and we'll give. DeMarie, if they don't come up, you make sure everyone gets one of those. Okay. Amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy, Lord. God, we ask that you would bless those that have to give today. Bless those that have not to give today. God, let your kingdom be furthered, O Lord, by the sacrifice of your people. In the mighty name of Jesus, and everyone said amen. Let's march and give this morning as unto the Lord. Hallelujah. It's very good to have the Carmona family here with us today. Amen. Brother Michael Carmona and I go back to uh, when we were just just kids. Amen. And uh, Brother Carmona, why don't you come up here and greet the congregation today and tell everyone hello in your own way. Praise the Lord. Got to be got to be uh, here in the house of the Lord today, this morning. God is good. Whatever it's two hour drive or 10 minutes. <laughs> I love coming to church and being in the house of the Lord, uh, no matter the location and being with good friends. Uh, they are our longtime friends and always appreciate his friendship and fellowship with his family. Um, but I have this re- a strong feeling in my heart that God has some special plans for Horn Lake, Mississippi. No matter what's going on here, no matter who's you, God has a special plan for this place. Reach out for lost souls in this city. Uh, God is good all the time, and he will provide for your needs no matter what, no matter what's going on, no matter how much money you're making. No matter how small your church is, revival will come to this place. Amen. 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 Praise God. So keep us in prayers in our family here. And we love fellowshipping with 
like brothers and sisters of like faith. And um, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I was just thinking, Brother, Brother Carmona was testifying. His dad used to sing a song. And it said, the devil always paints a beautiful picture. Remember that? Amen. At this time, our kids are dismissed for class. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't we got such beautiful children? I'm talking about your kids. <laughs> y'all, y'all should have said amen. <laughs> amen. Good to have all our kids. Uh, Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles this morning, turn with me to uh, the uh, the book of Luke, chapter 11. Amen. And um, we're going to read from Luke 11. Now, I've got to tell you that I don't know how long I'm going to preach today. I've got a lot to say, and i got plenty of time. It's only 10.42. Amen. Uh, i got a lot to preach today. And I say I'm going to make it a series and preach two parts of it or something like that, and I never do. So uh, this church hears more half sermons than just about any, any people on the planet Earth. Amen. But uh, we'll preach what what God has for us. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, This is Jesus speaking. When ye pray, say our Father which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. As in heaven, so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread. And forgive us of our sins, for we have also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And he said unto them, Which of you should have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say unto him, Lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine in his journey has come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut. My children are with me in bed, I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him bread, because he is in his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened Unto you, for everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. 
For just a little bit today, I want to preach from this topic, moving into the kingdom. Moving into the kingdom. Let's go to prayer. Father, we thank you today for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, I pray today, God, that your word would penetrate our hearts and penetrate our spirits, God, and cause us, Lord, to action, cause us to move, cause us to be doers of the word and not just hearers of the word. And everyone said, Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, get your moving clothes on. Amen. You may be seated in Jesus name. Hallelujah. As my lot in life has been, God has allowed me to be a part of many, many, many moves. If there was any individual that was not a company that was good at moving, it would be the Herrings. Amen. I was born in Houston, raised in Florida. Went to college, Bible college in Indiana. Moved to Potts Camp, Mississippi. From Mississippi, I evangelized and wound up working at a church in Greensboro, North Carolina. Stopped, uh, went back to evangelizing and moved back to Florida. Moved from Florida to Columbus, Ohio. Moved from Columbus, Ohio to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Moved from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina to Brobridge, Louisiana. From Brobridge, Louisiana to New Orleans, Louisiana. From New Orleans, Louisiana to Holly Springs, Mississippi. From Holly Springs, Mississippi to Horn Lake Metroplex. Now, some of y'all can think on your hands how many times you've moved out of the city you've lived in. Some of y'all might not even have any fingers necessary. You just, just, this is me. But I hate moving. I hate it. And I will say that the only reason that I have moved is because It's what God has asked of me to do. He's asked me to be involved in ministry and sometimes ministry is local and sometimes ministry is national and sometimes ministry is international. Moving from a few different points in the United States of America, I'm happy to do because if the Lord ever asked me to move to Indonesia or Pakistan or Africa, I would probably be a little more apropos to something of that nature. But I'm thankful. It's my due diligence. But I hate moving. And, but there are times in life when moving is necessary. Not many of y'all are going to understand this reference. I think I'm the oldest person in the building right now. I could be wrong. But... There was a, a, a couple that the last name was the Jeffersons. And the Jeffersons, they lived on the lower west side of the city, but 
the Lord had blessed them and they got an apartment on the Upper East Side of the city. And there was a little song made about them and it went a little like this. Moving on up to the East Side. We finally got a piece of the pie. Beans don't burn in the kitchen. Finally get up that hill. Hallelujah. I wish somebody say, sing it, Pastor. (laughs) But there's times where moving is necessary. You've outgrown where you're at and you need to get a new place. You kind of are getting bored with what you got and you want something nicer and newer. There's a time when you got to go, Sister Paige. You, you got to get away from the laminate countertop and you got to get the marble countertop. There's times when moving is necessary. That one bedroom apartment wouldn't do Sister Holly and I no good. It probably would be fine because they're all in our room all the time anyways. But we can't live in that one bedroom apartment anymore. Times have changed. Things have changed. It's time to move. I guess what I'm trying to preach to us today is that it's time for us as a body and us individually to begin to move into the kingdom of God. Now this is a unique statement saying move into the kingdom of God. We don't necessarily pack up the rider trap, load the box up, make sure they're all taped well and say we need to move to the kingdom of God. No, the Bible says that Jesus taught his children how to pray. He said, when you pray, pray like this. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. The Lord was teaching his disciples that you have got to learn how to pray and live in the kingdom of God. Everything in your life has got to revolve around the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is what comes and lives in here. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You see, there are people that they go to church but they don't live in the kingdom. There's people that read the Bible, but they're not living in the kingdom. There's people that worship and praise and sing, but they're not living in the kingdom. Hello? There may be just a few of us today here, but I'm telling you, we need to get in the kingdom. There's people that love drama in the church. More than they love the demonstration of the Holy Ghost. There are people that love the gossip in the church. More than they love the gospel of the church. There are people... There are people that love to come to the house of God. But they don't love the God who the house is for. There's people that come to the house of God. And they don't know why. That's why they got anger addiction. 
addiction problems. They got all these issues. They, they look like they've been sucking on a lemon for the last 35 years. And they can walk in the house of God. They can act like everything's okay. And they can walk out and their family's got to deal with the same issues. And their wife's got to deal with the same issues. Uh, and their husband's got to deal with the same issues. Uh, and their community's got to deal with the same issues. Uh, because they're not in the kingdom. Because the Bible says that if I'll get in the kingdom and the kingdom will get in me, if I pray, my prayers will come to pass. Hello? If I get in the kingdom and the kingdom gets in me, I will have forgiveness in my heart. If I get in the kingdom and the kingdom get in me, I'll have faith in my heart. If I get in the kingdom and the kingdom gets in me and somebody owes me $45, I'll let them keep it because I'm sure somewhere down the road I owe somebody $45. Kingdom living is different than self. The problem with the church today is that we got a lot of self living and not a lot of kingdom living. I want somebody to explain to me something. How can somebody that goes to church every time the doors is open, how is it that they can go and they can drive through a drive-thru? Okay? And God forbid somebody put cheese on their Whopper. Huh? Huh? And they're going to ball them out behind the drive through glass. Because somebody put cheese on their Whopper. Now I know I'm using the basis of scenarios. But how fair is it to children that see mom and dad suit up and get ready. Now I know life is real. You come to the Herring House, you'll find out life is real. All right? But how fair is it to children to see mom and dad suit up? And when they get to the parking lot, there's a switch that flips. And when they get out of the car, they smile, how you doing today? And they walk into church, oh, how you doing today? And they worship the Lord. And they get out of the car and then that switch flips off when they pull out a parking lot. And all hell breaks loose until Wednesday. Huh? How fair is that? I'm telling you that's people that are not living in the kingdom. The reason Jesus taught his disciples to pray, we would be good every day if all we prayed instead of walking around going, Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Every day when we do our prayers. Every day when we do our devotions and we're praying, hallelujah, whether at the house or at the job or or in the car, we would do good to wake up and pray, our Father, my Father who it is in heaven.
Holy are you, O Jesus. Let your kingdom happen in my life today, Lord. Let the will of happen, the will of heaven happen in my life today. Let the will of heaven happen in my family today. Let the will of heaven happen on my job today. Let the will of happen, heaven happen in my community today. Let it be done, God. God, today, forgive me, Lord, as I forgive those around me, Jesus. I don't know what tomorrow holds, oh God, but provide for my family. Give us this day, God, our daily bread. For thine is the kingdom, and thine is the power, and thine is the glory forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. We would be better off praying that every single day and understanding that we've got to move out of where we are currently if we're going to move into the kingdom. We've got to get out of our current situation if we're going to move into the kingdom. The status quo, the mundane, the regular won't cut it anymore. We've got to get into the kingdom. Now I'm fully aware that the devil, he doesn't want, he doesn't want no apostolic church in Horn Lake. I'm fully aware that the devil doesn't necessarily want you to be a living vessel for the Lord. I completely understand that the enemy doesn't want you to be on fire and prudent and faithful to God's work and God's kingdom. And so he's just going to throw mundane at you all week long. He's going to tire you down. He's going to weary you out. He's going to throw the mundane at you all week long until you're consumed and, and you're inundated with the mundane. And then you get to the point where you just feel like hey you know what I'm just an average Joe let me tell you something you are not an average Joe you are a child of the most high God God has given you his spirit for you to become an overcomer now I'm going to ask an honest question I'm going to ask everybody an honest question and y'all better be honest you better not lie sister Paige Don't lie on this question right here. Be honest, Brother Jake, on this situation. How many here feel like, in your own way, you're a little exceptional? (laughs) Justin. How many in your own little situation you feel like, you know what? I'm a cut above. Brother Corbin raised both hands for me, brother. I, I'm like, how many when you go to a restaurant and they tell you it's a 30 minute wait, you don't think to yourself, I, is there any way you can slip us into the bar? Huh? You feel like you're just a little exceptional. I got news for everybody. Everybody feels that exact same way. Do you know why everybody feels that exact same way? Because deep down in each and one of us, there is an exceptional gene. And that exceptional, that I'm different, I'm a cut above, I can break this thing, I can get through this thing, everybody's stupid but me. You know that gene in you. Yeah, I can do it better. Gene. Huh? That gene is something that God put in you. 
Because he said if you pray. He'll answer. The Bible says if you knock. He'll open the door. The Bible says that if you seek. He'll find. That's what the Bible says. That's exceptional. Exceptional. Living. Wouldn't you agree? How many would like to be like, I just need to pray about it and it'll happen? How many like that? Huh? How many like to pray, Lord, I want somebody to give me a brand new ride? Well, a bam jam. You see, the reason why God can't answer prayers for people that are not living in the kingdom is because their prayers, answered prayers, would be squandered on selfish desires. Would be squandered on selfishness and inundatedness. And God's main concern is the kingdom. He wants the kingdom to be furthered. He wants people to be saved. He wants people to be delivered. He wants people to move into the kingdom. And I've come today to tell you the thing that's keeping you from living in exceptional way. Is the increase decrease law. He must increase and I must decrease. You know what? I'm tired. Let me just, just be blunt and, 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 and just, just blunt with you. I'm tired of people that, that, that tell people profit and there's nothing. I'm tired of people that tell people they preach, but they can't teach Bible studies. I'm tired of people that say they're worshipers, but really they're not worship leaders. I'm being a little hard today. But what I'm seeing in this is that the work of God is hindered by people not living in kingdom. Not operating with the kingdom mindset. But we have got to move. We've got to pack our stuff. I tell flesh, flesh, I'm moving out. we got to tell ourselves, self, I'm moving. I don't know what the future holds. But I'm moving into the kingdom. If in John chapter 11 it says I can knock and the door will be open. Well bless God that's how I want it to be. If God can trust me then that's how I want it to be. If I can influence my community that's how I want it to be. Folks the biggest restriction of the church is the church. The biggest restriction from us reaching is us. And we've got to ask God one question. Are we just going to be a status quo church? Are we going to be a kingdom minded church? Is this church going to be a church that's devoted to the kingdom? And as God is my help, I'm telling you today, it is my belief, my desire that this be a king church. That we move into the kingdom of God. And what God will have with us and for us. When we are of the kingdom, we have kingdom power. We have kingdom authority. 
We have kingdom uh, 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 authority in the region in where we are. Now I want to just say something and not be too offensive when I say it. But a kingdom church is a church where people are faithful to the house of God. A kingdom church is a church in their giving. A kingdom church is a church where people are faithful and they're evangelizing. A kingdom church is a church where people are faithful and loving one another. Where they're faithful in unity and in spirit. That is a kingdom church. And that's the kind of church we need to have. We need to be a kingdom church. There are so many benefits of moving into the kingdom that it makes absolutely no sense for us to live outside the kingdom. Hello? You feel exceptional. You might as well have a life that lives up to how you feel. The other day I was stuck on the side of a road. Side of the road. Broke down. Next to a little Debbie truck. Fatal accident. The guy had a stash of little Debbies next to him. He'd throw us three or four little Debbies. I think Benji ate them all. But I told Benji, I said, Benji, you hanging out with a man of God. Favor isn't fair. We wanted the only people to break down next to a little Debbie truck where the guy's feeling extra generous. Favor isn't fair, Benji! What do you think about that? I am living in the kingdom. I got free little Debbies. <laughs> I know I'm joking and cutting up a little bit. But I'm telling you there's so many benefits to living in the kingdom of God and the kingdom of God being alive in you. Oh. All you got to do to live in the kingdom is to pray every day this prayer. And to let this prayer truly work on you and work through you. When you pray, this is Jesus talking. When you pray, say, this is what he said. When you pray, say, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The first thing we do when we pray is we need to praise the name of the Lord. We don't need to open up our mouth and begin to ask God for things. We don't need to open up our mouth and say, Oh God, would you please do X, Y, Z for me, Lord? 
We don't even just say, God, will you forgive me of my sins? God, will you wash me of my trespasses? God, will you heal my family? God, will you heal my body? No. Jesus said, when you pray, pray like this. Our Father who art in heaven, holy are you, O God. The first thing out of your mouth when you're praying ought to be praise. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. In heaven as it is in earth. On earth as it is in heaven. In earth as it is in heaven. The second thing that we need to get a mindset of when we pray. Is that heaven's will is more important than my will. Heaven's purpose is more important than my purpose. Heaven's plan is more important than my plan. I'm telling you today that if you'll begin to pray the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God will be planted in your spirit and you'll have a desire to do the work. Somebody say amen. Somebody say praise the Lord. The kingdom of God has got to be planted inside of us. We are the earth that it's got to be done in. If the kingdom of God does not come into this earth right here, it will not reach this earth right here. If I am not kingdom minded in this earth, then the kingdom will not happen in this earth. Somebody say praise the Lord. So we got to get ourselves out of the way. Give us day by day our daily bread. We just need to trust God that he will provide for us. We need to go around singing. I know the Lord will make a way for me. I know the Lord will make a way for me. Every day we got to say, Lord, give me today that daily bread. And forgive us of our sins. That seems so. That seems so foreign to me. That in my prayer time. Y'all gather this together. In my prayer time. Like number four or five on the list. Is my sins. Shouldn't that be number one. My sins. Or number two? Joe Carter, what do you think? Should that be number two or number one? (laughs) It's kind of hard. Brother Carmona, it doesn't make sense that my number two, I think my number two should be my sins. But actually... It's actually number four on the list. Number four is my sins. Why is number four my sins? Number one, because if I'm praising God, I'm aligning myself with him. Number two, if I'm asking that the kingdom of God will be done here. Okay, I'm pushing myself aside. 
If I'm asking God for my daily bread, if I'm asking God to provide for me, I'm pushing myself even further aside because I'm getting myself out of the way. God, I can do it on my own. God, I got this thing. God, I'm in control. No, what the the kingdom of God is, is putting God first and pushing you away from that. See, the problem with all of us is we all act as our own gods. We all think we got it. We all think we got it under control. I can do this. I don't need to pray. I don't need to fast. I don't need a preacher. I don't need to go to church. I'm just as good. I'm just as better. I'm just as, I'm just as, I'm just as, I'm just as. Not Justin, just as. But what God's saying is when you pray, pray this. And when you begin to pray this and you begin to live this way and you begin to act this way throughout the whole thing, you're getting yourself out of the way. And forgive us of our sins for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. I don't have time to go into everything and I need to make the time. But we, as we ask God for forgiveness of our sins... We got to consider the people that we've hurt, the people that we've disappointed, the people that we've that 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 that, that we've caused issues to, the people that 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 we've caused damage to as we begin to pray this prayer, God forgive me. We've got to think of those that we've hurt, and as we think of those that we hurt, we think about those that have hurt us, and then the next response has to be I forgive them too. And we gotta release them. We gotta let it go. We gotta just, we gotta just let it go. You know, a good sign for me to know if something I have let go of something is when I hear that name, or I think of that situation, or I think of that place, or I think of that circumstance, or I think about that pain that that person has, has caused me. And I just feel like this. It's hard to say how that is, but how I feel like this. Because I, I want to tell you something. If you harbor ill will towards people, and sometimes it's hard to let go, what you do is around your heart, you build a wall around your whole heart. If you harbor bitterness towards somebody if you harbor bitterness towards regret you're building a wall around your heart you're building a wall around your spirit you're building a mask around yourself and nobody else is able to reach to you and you cannot live in the kingdom if you've got walls up keeping God out lead us not into temptation But deliver us from evil. You know what the number one cause of temptation is? You know what the number one cause of temptation is? The number one reason why people fall into temptation? Because they're not in the kingdom. If we live in the kingdom... We shorten our temptation list. How many here would like to just live a day where you're not tempted to do anything? 
bad. Y'all, y'all a bunch of holy. Look at our pastor, a bunch of holy people. Folks, number five, please. And he said unto them, which of you shall have a friend? And shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves. And I'm closing in this. If the musicians will come, please. I'm closing with this. Jesus begins to tell a story. He said, which of you have a have a friend? That if he came to you at midnight and he said, I need bread. I need bread. Please give it to me. And you had bread in the house. Everybody's eating in the house. Everybody's taken care of in the house. He said, which one of you would say, I don't have no bread and go back to sleep? He looked at all of them. He said, I know all of y'all. Would give of that bread. I know all of y'all. Would take care. Then the next story he goes into is he goes whatsoever you ask. Whatsoever you knock. Whatever you seek. Then he goes from that story. He moves right right along into the next story. And then in the next story he says... Hey, what about a a father? You're evil. You're wicked. He said, but if your son asks a stone, will you give him? uh, If he asks a bread, will you give him a stone? What Jesus is trying to get across to his disciples is that if you can get the praying part right, if you can get the living part right, Doors begin to open you and you begin to walk in supernatural blessing and supernatural overflow. Somebody say amen. How many here today want to live in supernatural overflow? Huh? How many here today want to live in financial blessing? How many here today want to live in blessing in your marriage, blessing in your family, blessing with your friends? How many here want people, when you walk in the room, to look at you and go, now that person right there, they're blessed? Huh? Let's all stand today. We're all, as a church family, we're all going to gather to the front today and we're going to pray. We're going to pray this prayer together. Come on, let's all come to the front together. We're going to apply the word of God today. And we're going to watch it take root in our life. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. I thank everyone for, your, for being faithful to the house of God today. Amen. Now this was Jesus. How many, how many love Jesus? How many want to go to heaven and see Jesus? How many want to, to please Jesus? You want Jesus to be happy with your life. Okay. Search this Bible. And tell me anywhere else in this Bible where Jesus was more direct about doing something than praying this prayer. 
So why do we live our life every day without praying this prayer? Hmm. The Lord really has convicted me. He's challenged me because I'll tell you, I have not prayed this prayer every day. I'm not just preaching to you today. I'm preaching to me today because it's time that I move out. Whatever last box is left, whatever last item is left, it needs to get moved out. That way the kingdom can move in. Let's all close our eyes today. However you feel to do it. Our Father, who art in heaven, holy is your name. Holy is your name, O Lord. Come on, let's praise his name for just a minute. Our Father, who art in heaven, holy is your name. Come on, holy is your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Holy is your name, Jesus. My Father in heaven. Holy is your name. Your name is above every name, oh God. God, your name is great in the earth. Our Father who art in heaven, holy is your name, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, I love you. I praise your name, oh God. I adore your name today, Jesus. We adore your name today, Jesus. Hallelujah. God, let your kingdom come in my life. God, whatever I'm doing, Lord, to keep your kingdom from coming, Lord, show me, God, let your kingdom come. God, don't let your don't let me be a hindrance to your kingdom. God, let your kingdom come, Lord. God, help me be a part of your kingdom coming, O oh Lord. God, let me be involved in your kingdom coming, O oh Lord. Let me be involved, O oh Lord, in your kingdom coming to earth as it is in heaven, O oh God. Jesus, God, let your kingdom happen in me, God. Whatever's got to move out of here, God. God, whatever's got to move out of the way here, O oh God. Let your kingdom come in, O oh Lord. Let your kingdom come in. Let your kingdom come in, O oh God. Let your kingdom be everything I think about what I what I lay down my head and sleep, O oh God. I'm thinking about your kingdom. God, not about my will, but about your kingdom, God. How can I be better? How can I pray better? How can I do better devotion, God? How can I love my community more? How can I love my family more? How can I have the fruit of the Spirit? How can I have the gift of the Spirit, oh God? Let your kingdom be my priority, God. Let your kingdom be my focus. Let your will be done, oh God, on earth as it is in heaven. Let your will be done, oh Jesus. God, God, help me, Lord, to disconnect from my will. Help me to disconnect from my will, oh Lord, and and tap into your will, oh God. Help me not to fear, oh Lord, doing your will. God, help me not to be afraid of you asking more of me than I'm willing to give. God, help me not to fear. 
here, oh Lord, you asking of me more than I'm willing to give up. Uh, God, oh Lord, uh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Uh, give me the courage to pray, thy will be done. God, give me the courage to pray this prayer. Thy will be done. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oh, Lord Jesus, God, I'm praying, Lord, that you provide for my family, oh, God. I'm praying, Lord, that you provide for my family, oh, Lord. It's not my provision. It's not what I can do, God. It's not how I can provide, oh, Lord. I'm asking, Lord, that you would provide for my family, oh, Lord. God, I'm asking that you would provide for our church, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, but today, Jesus, I'm not going to look too far in the future, oh, Lord. I'm going to let tomorrow take care of tomorrow tomorrow oh God but today Lord make sure all the bills are paid God make sure the family can eat oh Lord make sure Lord everybody's healthy and whole oh Jesus Jesus today oh Lord I'm asking Lord that you be our provider God that you be the rock that we go to God God that when we're in times of test God we don't call our mom or our dad or a sister or our brother but God we go to the rock we go to the rock that the builders rejected. Uh, oh God, that we go to the rock of our salvation. Uh, oh Lord, that we begin to realize, oh Lord, that if you don't provide for us, oh God, we're all in trouble. God, that every good and perfect gift comes from above, oh Lord. Everything that we have so far, Lord, you've allowed us, oh Lord, to earn it. You've allowed us, oh God, to have it. You've allowed us, oh God, to collect it, oh God. You've allowed us, oh God, to arrange it in our lives, oh Lord. God, we Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, God, now, God, I'm asking that you forgive us of our sins today. God, forgive us of our sins today. God, forgive us of our sins today, Lord. God, there's so many sins in this house today represented. God, there's so many perverse ways of thinking, Lord. There's so many, so much anger in this house, God. There's so much guilt in this house. God, there's so much frustration in this house, Lord. I'm asking, God, that you forgive us today. God, forgive us, O oh Lord, of the way we talk to each other, O oh Lord. Forgive us, O oh God, of the way that we talk to strangers, O oh Lord. God, forgive us, O oh Lord, for being uh, having bad attitudes, O oh Lord. God, forgive us today, Lord. God, forgive us, Lord, for thinking wrong thoughts, O oh Lord. God, forgive us, O oh Lord, for setting things in front of our eyes, O oh Lord. God, that should not be there, Jesus. Uh, God, forgive us, O oh Lord, for wanting to be pleasing to the world and, and a pleasing to you, O oh God. Forgive us, O oh Lord. God, forgive me, O oh Lord. 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 God, wash me, O oh God. Wash me, O oh God. Wash me, O oh God. <laughs> Create in me a clean heart, O oh God. God, give me the heart of the purity of a child, O oh Lord. God, give me the heart with the purity of a child, O oh God. God, God, change my heart, O oh Lord. Change my spirit, God. 
God, let my heart, O Lord, be a heart for the bed of the fruit of the Spirit, O Lord. Let my mind, O Lord, be a bed, O God, for the gifts of the Spirit, O Lord. O God, O Lord, let this man, O Lord, this flesh, O God, O Lord, let this flesh, O God, resist, O Lord, the things of the world, O God. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord, for not resisting the things of the world. God, forgive me, O Lord, for not resisting the things of the flesh, O God. God, I'm asking today, O Lord, that my flesh be strengthened, O Lord, God. Forgive me, Lord, for having weak flesh, O Lord. O God, let my soul, the inner man, O God, that man in me, O Lord, let that inner man that wars against my flesh, God, strengthen him today, O Lord. God, that spirit and soul in me, O God, that that warring, that battling back and forth, O God. Let that 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 soul become strong, O Lord, and influence the flesh, O Lord. O God, instead of the flesh influencing the the soul and the spirit, O God. Let my mind, O Lord, let the mind that's in Christ be in me, O Lord. God, today, Lord, I forgive, O Lord. God, I forgive every person that's talked about me. God, I forgive, Lord, every person that's done me wrong. God, I forgive every person that's treated me terribly, Lord. God, as you've forgiven me of all my terrible sins, Lord, I forgive each of them individually. God, I forgive, oh Lord, those that owe me money, God, that still haven't paid the debt, Lord. I forgive those people. God, I forgive, oh Lord, people, oh Lord Jesus. God, that, that they see no fault in their actions, but they've hurt me, oh Lord. But God, forgive me, oh Lord. God, forgive me, oh Lord, the people that are cruel and that have hurt me, God. God, wash my heart, oh Lord. I forgive them, Lord. God, when I hear their names and when I see their spirits, oh God. And when I see their faces, oh God, let me love them, God. God, don't let me have anger, resentment, or bitterness in my heart, oh Lord. God, reveal to me, oh Lord, the things that I need to pray through. God, reveal to me, oh Lord, the things I need to pray through today. God, the people, Lord, the, the, the walls that I've built in my heart against people, oh Lord, the anger and the frustration, Lord. Help me, oh God. God, sometimes I struggle with forgiveness, Lord. God, sometimes I struggle letting things go, letting people go, Lord. Help me, God, to let people go. Uh, uh, oh, Jesus. Come on, let that forgiveness flow out of you today. Come on, we don't need to rush through this. Let it flow out of you today. Oh, oh forgive him, Lord. Oh, my God. 
If you'll stand in this place and you'll give me your hand, I will lead you into the kingdom. I will allow my word to become your bread. And I'll allow my spirit to become your life. And the weight of things that have held you will let go. You'll walk in the fullness of life. My word is sure. My promises are forever. In Jesus' name. I want you to begin to pray some kingdom prayers. Come on. We don't need to just walk out of this place today without praying some kingdom prayers. Let's ask God for some things today. Come on. I want you to be.